Welcome to the Make One Day Happen podcast. I'm your host, Sheena Jean. This podcast is designed to inspire, educate, and empower people to elevate their consciousness and activate their full potential. We share stories, ideas, and resources that support our listeners in their personal and professional growth by hosting meaningful conversations that spark aha moments. Laughing, learning, leveling up, all guaranteed. We'll be hearing from innovative thought leaders, CEOs, professional athletes, best-selling authors, musicians, and more as they share lessons they've learned along the way and ideas that can change the world. A great podcast doesn't happen without a great team, and we're proud to partner with Lost Range CBD and The Plug Agency to bring this show to life. So pull up a seat and let's get to it. Let me jump in here real quick to let y'all know I have a lot to tell you about very soon. I am bursting at the seams and also still pulling together the final pieces for a retreat, a book, a brand new way to be in community and work together. November will be a month to remember friends, so stay tuned. In the meantime, I've got a little present for you. As a thank you for listening and being on this journey with me to celebrate this latest kick-ass episode, I'd love to gift you a free 10-minute sound journey, a little something-something I'm calling a take 10. In this 10-minute experience that blends breathwork and guided visualization with the vibes of the crystal singing bowls, you're going to regulate your nervous system, you'll practice dropping into lower brainwave states for deeper connection to your intuition and subconscious, and you'll experience productive rest and recovery at a cellular level in your mind, your body, and your spirit. My favorite way to use this is in the middle of my workday to break things up and just give myself a little bit of a recharge. So grab a pair of headphones and take 10 to plug back in and find your elevated self. Click on the link in the show notes and go ahead and get you some. Now let's get back to this kick-ass episode. All right, you guys, welcome to the show. Today, we have something a little different. We are doing our CBD 101 episode, which is going to be so dope for so many reasons um, that we're going to get into. The, The goal here today is really to educate you and have you feel like you are empowered with your buying choices when it comes to using CBD. So you understand why you would even want to use it, some of the benefits, how to use it dosage. I mean, we're going to really get into it today. And um, I wanted to give just a little bit of context before we get started. We've got Lost Range um, CBD. They are a small batch CBD company out of Steamboat Springs, Colorado. And one of their co-founders, Given Johnson, is here with us today, and he's really going to be laying it down. And um, CBD is something that I found back in 2018. I broke my foot. Not a cool story. Just walking out my front door, super stupid actually. Um, And I actually used CBD for my entire duration of my um, injury, didn't use any sort of pain meds. And that's when I really kind of got hit to it. I was like, damn, this stuff is interesting. I used it topically um, for most of my injury. And then I ingested CBD gummies um, when I started putting pressure and weight back onto my foot. And I was just blown away by how, how well it worked and how little I knew about it. (laughs) And, um, it really piqued my interest. So I started doing a lot more research. I had the um, pleasure of working for a CBD company earlier this year where I learned so much. And I actually worked with given and his team at lost range, um, to do a CBD one-on-one style event in Aspen right before the world shut down. As we know, it It is literally like one of the last social events that I went to this year. And I've always been really drawn to Lost Range because of their passion for education. They really show up as a brand that um, wants the world to have the information before they have their product. And I really, really respect that. I think that um, education is just one of the most powerful forms of building a relationship. And so when we decided to do this podcast, um, it was it was just a no brainer for me that each season will have a sort of one-on-one episode of some sort and starting with CBD, because I've just been so turned on to the, the incredible, you know, benefits of it that you can integrate into your life daily. And I want to share those with you guys. And I know there are so many questions. I was hiking with um, some girlfriends a few weeks ago and they're like, I mean, yeah, we know what CBD is. Everybody knows air quotes, (laughs) knows what CBD is, but actually if you really dig in, like most people have no clue. They're like, uh, isn't it kind of like weed? 
like I don't really know what it does I know that it's like cool and everybody uses it but like how do you use it well why do you use it and so that's what we're really wanting to address here today so our goal is that you walk away was an educated consumer for plant medicine and that you understand how it can truly support you in many different areas of your life so I'm excited to welcome Given Johnson. He's the co-founder of Lost Range CBD, like I mentioned, and he's here to break it all down. Um, so Given, welcome, bud. How are you? Hey, hey, how are you doing? I am great. Why don't you um, tell us the Lost Range stories? Let's give the listeners a little bit about your background and how, how, how this all got started. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. So yeah, Lost Range, I guess, was formed in 2000 November of 2018 little background on me longtime cannabis user I've been in the rec and medi side of things in Colorado as well growing extraction a little bit of consulting as well so long background in the cannabis industry really kind of lost range came to be is always wanted to have my own company the regulations in medi and rec is is pretty stiff here in Colorado and we just kind of really saw an opportunity to an opportunity to really just bring and create something for the masses that was going to be high potency, all natural, high quality, something we would be proud to call our own, something that we would use every day, and really just trying to cut the cords of the corporate hand. Um, have a company that that was seed to sale where we could track everything, you know, really proud to say that like from the farmers to the extraction to our company, you know, no corporate hands, literally supporting the small families that actually do all the work. And we kind of, you know, wanted to start, we really wanted to start. We're both me and the co-founder Juan Hill, um, both very outdoors oriented types of lifestyles. You know, I'm an ex fly fishing rafting guide. Uh, my partner's pretty hardcore into climbing now, or has been for you know many years. Um, so really, like trying to bring products. You know, the initial kind of goal was like we're going to bring a high potency, all natural product kind of to the outdoor world, with outdoorsman type people, and something maybe even you know extreme athletes or something somebody like that could use to basically replace those pills with plants plants over pills that's our motto plants over pills plants over (laughs) pills plants over pills yeah and so and i'd already been kind of making salves for the climbing well really for climbing and i used to climb quite a bit as well so i was already making kind of all natural salves for hands for fly fishing cuts dry skin and stuff like that and kind of you know juan kind of pushed me you know, we wanted to gear this kind of towards that, although things have completely changed since then. <laughs> We've completely diversified across all I love all that boards. you have bath bombs for after those <laughs> tough days on the river. I mean, we, we, you know, I'm a guy and we're I'm completely into the cosmetic slash spa world now, you know, like <laughs> I love never thought that. I would be doing that. But you know, I am a creator. That's what I've done my whole life. I'm really good with my hands, making things. You know, the first product we brought to line was was muscle and joint rub. Really, literally was just geared towards, we thought we were just going to be in the climbing community, fly fishing, rafting community. And, you know, super quick was like, oh my God, we are literally helping people from 90 years old, your grandma, grandpa. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, I think too, you know, one of our main goals was just, we didn't want to be that weed leaf company. We didn't want to be just that mainstream generic CBD company. Um, we really wanted to be transparent from day one. Every batch is tested. Every batch is small. You know, testing the batches is expensive. We still do it. Um, just being transparent, um, educating I think at first it was, we didn't know the power of healing that we were going to have when we started. Um, I mean, yeah, we wanted to help others and whatnot, but like, you know, two years later have really have not, 
I can't even put words on, I don't know, I guess just how touched we are of, of the people that we've helped. Um, mm -hmm. I, I just, I didn't know people were going to be crying in my arms locally. I had no clue that like I was going to be taking phone calls on the regular of just cancer patients and stuff of how we've helped. So like, yes, we always knew we were going to, you know, the goal to help people. Like we didn't really know, I guess what that meant or what, how big that was going to be. Yeah. How deep um, that impact was going to be. Yeah. And just, you know, I think a little bit with the name people were always like, well, where'd you get that? How'd that come to be? And we just wanted to have like more of a mystic feel, you know, lost ranges, what you make it to be it, it can be whatever you want it to be um you know we preach the, the cbd world using our products it's your journey um you know the routine the practice that's what equals balance awesome well let's get into this let's go okay Let's start breaking this down for everybody. Maybe we can start with some low-hanging fruit. Can you talk to us about the difference between CBD and THC? Because that's where I see most people get tripped up just straight out of the gate. Yeah, so THC is going to be your psychoactive compound, um, which many people obviously kind of acquire of being, you know, you're going to get high. Um, it's going to be mental, physical, um, kind of reactions in your body. Um, CBD is going to be the non-psychoactive part of the hemp plant. Um, obviously there's, well, we could go super deep into plenty of other compounds that are non-psychoactive as well. Um, but the real difference in between THC and CBD is, you know, psychoactive versus non-psychoactive. And, and obviously like the federal government kind of putting that stamp on you know, that threshold of how much THC is psychoactive. Mm. So CBD and THC are both parts of the hemp plant. They're compounds. Also, they call them what? Canna cannabinoids, right? Cannabinoids. Cannabinoids. <laughs> okay, great, great. I'm on the right Cannabinoids. Track. Yeah, I gotta, gotta say it slow. It can be a tongue twister. Cannabinoids. So the, the, the hemp plant has like hundreds of cannabinoids, right? Yeah. Right now, I, I believe we think that there is around 113 cannabinoids within the hemp and cannabis uh, genesis plants. Obviously like that could literally change tomorrow in a month, in two months, a year, um, just kind of as uh, research catches up and um, you know, the, the laws um, within research and, and the legalities of cannabis and hemp are not suppressed anymore. Great. And then what, how would you define the difference between cannabis and, and hemp? So really the main thing, I guess, kind of with, especially with the federal government, um, <laughs> big brother is yeah. cannabis is really going to be, <laughs> cannabis is going to be more, you know, it's going to have higher levels of THC, you know, the, the federal legal limit right now to be able to sell a hemp product is under 0.3% THC. Whereas most cannabis flower um, that you're smoking or getting from, you know, a recreational me or medical facility in Colorado, um, let's say um, you're going to be looking at 20 to 30% THC um, and an extraction might be upwards towards I mean, 80 to even 90, 95% THC. Okay. But same plant, just different compounds. Am I, am I, am I correct on that? I'm, I'm asking for my own personal, personal <laughs> clarification here. I'm like, do I um, have a difference? Okay. So my understanding is that, you know, you hear hemp, you hear cannabis, interchanged a lot and understanding the difference between the two. It's actually, they are the same plant, but it's really just like the law and like federal government telling us like the difference between them as far as like the THC levels. Is that correct? Yes. So cannabis, I mean, right now is going to be over the 0.3% THC, um, which is, you know, three tenths of a percent of THC. Most cannabis 
right now in a rack or medical world is going to be 20 to 30% in the actual dry weight flour. Hemp is considered, you know, dry weight material. Um, it would be considered hemp if it's under 0.3%, um, which is like the federal legal limit for us to be able to sell um, state to state CBD products. Um, the products must be under 0.3%. Um, I think in general, if you just kind of think of history, you know, hemp has always been kind of more of a more fibrous plant. Um, there are definitely strains of hemp that can grow similar to bamboo, 10, 20 feet tall, very fibrous. Um, that's going to be something, you know, very low in THC, maybe even zero, um, where it can, you know, we're going to be using that for more textile type things. Um, kind of the hemp CBD we see now for the products that we're using and that's been farming that's been farmed over the past, you know, five, seven years. Um, the genetics, you know, this, the hemp plant you see now is it looks like a cannabis plant. Um, it's bushy. It has huge flowering buds. Many, I guess, even police officers, many just even longtime cannabis users, growers. I mean, you're probably not going to be able to tell the difference of a cannabis plant or a hemp plant or Just a hemp plant that's it. actually, yeah, or a hemp plant that's actually being grown for, you know, high, high ratio CBD, high percentage CBD. Okay, cool. Super helpful. Thank you. One of the things that I found to be really fascinating and really helped me unlock the like, how does this work in so many different ways for so many different types of people, for so many different ailments in a sense, um, was learning about the endocannabinoid system. So I wanted to spend some time there kind of talking through that. And if I can, I'd like to try and explain it to see where my education level's at. And then you can chime in and let me know where I'm crushing it or absolutely not crushing it. Does that sound good? Let's do it. Okay. So I love telling people about the endocannabinoid system because uh, it's, re it's relatively new information. It's something that was discovered in like the early nineties and it's like an, it's in a whole nother system of our body. Just like we've got the nervous system, we've got the muscular system, we've got the skeleton system. Like we have all these different systems in our bodies that are responsible for different things. Well, we found out that we have an endocannabinoid system. And what that means is that there's little receptors all throughout our body that are designed to connect with the cannabinoids that are in this plant. Yeah. Am I on track so far? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, sweet. Um, I think what's really interesting is because people are like, well, what is, what does that system do for you? And that system is responsible for maintaining homeostasis in your body. So whenever something is out of balance, whether it's inflammation, whether it's, and I think like inflammation is probably if we had to point to like one thing, like, or an overarching bucket for the ECS, it's like really helping like reduce inflammation, um, and any sort of any, anything that might be out of balance in your body. So whether that's like, you know, dry skin or eczema, or if there's pain inflammation, if there any, any way that your body can kind of flex in and out of balance, the ECS is responsible for bringing that back in. So that could be anxiety. That could be your immune system could be memory or pain, like sleep, like your mood, kind of all of these different things that aren't necessarily taken care of by a different system in your body. Right. Yeah. 100% nailed it. Um, yes. I think it also one way, yeah, one way, other way, kind of just, it also helps, you know, when you're, when you're getting CBD into those receptors or cannabinoids into those receptors, it's helping all of those other systems perform at their peak. Mm. Um, it helps kind of, I mean, as far as we know, um, we think that it, you know, that endocannabinoid, endocannabinoid <laughs> system. <laughs> it is a mouthful. We think, we think the ECS can, can really just, you know, that it helps, you know, the homeostasis, right? That's like the biggest word that we can use here. Mm -hmm. um, it keeps your whole body really running at prime. Um, you know, if your immune system's off, it can help there. Um, 
same thing with, you know, your musculoskeletal recovery. Um, it just, it can help balance your whole body out. I love this. And I think like, that's for me, I think the biggest things that I really took away when learning about the ECS is like, a, our bodies have receptors for this plant medicine. Like our bodies don't have alcohol receptors. You guys, in fact, like alcohol is a poison. It's really delicious poison. (laughs) They did a good job of that. But I think what's interesting is like the stigma around cannabis and it being used for, you know, medicinal purposes and whatnot, like can be challenging for people right now because we've been fed so much bullshit over the years. Thanks big pharma. And to understand that like, this is something that like nature intended for us to use and have to live at peak performance is really, really important. Um, and it also helped me understand why it can work for something like anxiety and sleep, as well as like a physical, like eczema or, um, like scars. Cause I, that's what I had trouble connecting the dots with. And I was a little skeptical at first when I was like, how can CBD work for all of this sort of stuff? But it's not that it's, it's not even necessarily like the ailment that it's working on. It's bringing your body back into a space where it can heal itself and it has better ability to do so when you're taking it regularly, when it's something that your body's already naturally designed to work with. Exactly. I mean, it's kind of like almost a nutrient, you know, like mm. you need B vitamins to <laughs> process the poisons out of your liver or whatever, you know, like you need, it's just, yeah. That's a really great way to think about it. You like get this on the, uh, is there like a, I was just thinking, is there like a food pyramid of vitamins <laughs> we can get, we can get the, uh, CBD THC listed on that'd be cool. There's about to be, um, <laughs> really, are we about to make it? No. Are we on that? <laughs> um, yeah, I think like the ECS, um, homeostasis, those are like the two biggest kind of words that a listener or a user can go out and really research and dive into, um, you know, as the federal government, you know, worldwide federal governments kind of allow universities, allow grants to do research on all of these things um, and loosen restrictions. You know, we're going to see the ECS um, just, it's going to blow up. Like we're going to actually, we're going to know more. Um, I mean, there's new cannabinoids and new cannabinoid strain specific, like strain specific cannabinoid plants being bred every year. Um, I mean, you got CBG specific strains now, CBN specific strains. So we just need to catch up with the research. Right. And I think that's, what's important for listeners to understand is like, sometimes people are skeptical. Cause like, well, there's not like, who's saying this and what, what do we know about this? Well, this thing has been illegal since 1906 and it's been heavily stigmatized and pushed down and so many other things happen to this in our society that we haven't given it its proper time and research research and resources to understand it until the last 25 years or so. And now really even, I mean, I'd say the last, gosh, when was that farm act passed in like 2018 where we could start? Like, I mean, just in the last two, three years alone, what we've learned is significant because we have, we are coming to more of an acceptance and understanding of how this is actually really, really beneficial for us. hundred percent. I mean, we've missed out on 120 years of potential research, money, funding. Um, I mean, literally the industrialization of (laughs) the USA becoming a world power. And this has been suppressed from us, you know, so. But we um, do have salted caramel vodka now. So there's that. There's that. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Let's talk about. I think, you know, they, let's, I want to move over to production side of things because that's really where your background is. And I think just such a great part of what you bring to your company is, um, really controlling the seed to the sale and understanding kind of everything that goes in between there. So the extraction process is something that I think for a layman is a little bit daunting to understand. Can you, can you like break it down? Like I'm a (laughs) five-year-old and help me understand the extraction. 
we'll try to do this quickly and basic. Um, (laughs) So, you know, for, for our company, um, you know, I've been in the production side of cannabis for a long time, growing and extraction. Um, You know, there's some people that will say, Oh, CO2, cold ethanol, you know, there's, there's many different solvents um, you can use to extract um, cannabinoids um, or CBD. Um, We use cold ethanol. Um, It's just more of a industrial scale style of extraction. Um, It also kind of eliminates some of the other kind of post production type things of refinement. Um, So you're kind of, you're able to get a, a pure product off the first extraction. So the hemp gets processed or gets harvested, dried out, um, hits, then it goes to the extraction facility um, where it's extracted with cold ethanol. Um, the ethanol is chilled to around negative 20 Celsius. And this, this basically helps us eliminate some of those post-extraction processes for refinement. So within the the cold ethanol um, and why we use kind of that super cold ethanol um, is it can eliminate picking up a lot of the lipids, AKA fats, cannabis and hemp. Flowers actually have quite a bit of fats um, within the flower. There's kind of like the three stages that I like to say of, of really making it easy to speak to people about extraction, whether it's you're using ethanol, a hydrocarbon or CO2, you know, your first extraction is going to be kind of a, usually what we call a crude or a crude oil. It's going to be black. Um, it's going to be pretty stinky. It still has all the terpenes and whatnot. Um, but also has a lot of other just contaminants and whatnot. So it's kind of black. I kind of just say like, think about a car you've got like the oil comes out of the ground, right? It's the crude oil. You can't just put that into your car. It still has to get refined mm-hmm. in that barrel. Um, and that's kind of like the crude oil. Boom. Um, from there, further process it down into what's called or what the industry calls distillate. Um, and what I like to say distillate is basically kind of like your uh, motor oil or your you know, maybe your next stage, really low octane gasoline. Um, so from the distillate, you know, we've, we've refined it from the crude oil. Um, and now we have this, you know, more of a gold amber type oil. Um, it's, it smells very cannabis It still has terpenes, but we've gotten rid of all the contaminants. So, you know, no fats, no lipids, um, no chlorophyll. Um, I mean, basically looks like honey. Um, and then from that stage, we can refine it further or we can use chemistry to basically pull out or isolate, um, certain compounds of the hemp plant slash distillate. Um, and that's where you can use certain refinement skills to basically pull just the CBD out and have an isolate, and that's where you'll see isolate coming from. You're isolating the CBD away from every other cannabinoid. You can do that for CBG, THC, um, CBN. Um, so that kind of refinement is, is, is like your high octane jet fuel, if you will. Um, cause you have literally isolated the pure cannabinoid compound, whether that's CBD, THC, CBG, CBN, any other cannabinoid, you you can literally pull that off of um, the distillate into its own just crystallized compound, um, where where you're really getting a 99.99% um, pure product. Um, a distillate's going to be, you know, the middle kind of refinement's going to be more of um, around 70 upwards to 90%. Um, could be THC, could be CBD. For us, it's CBD. Um, cause that's what, you know, the plants that we're extracting are enriched in CBD. Okay. So um, I want to make sure I mean, can I, sorry, can I yeah. tell you back what I'm, I'm, I'm hearing to make sure that I'm understanding correctly. And then maybe you tell me where I'm on it or not. So extraction, you have a plant, 
you pull, you're wanting to pull the cannabinoids out of there. But so the first time you pull it out, it's going to be pretty crude. You'll still have some of the gunk in there. So then you refine it a little bit more to get it to the stage where you want to be able to actually use it. Correct. <laughs> is, is that, perfect. is that my, is that my five-year-old understanding of it? That's, that's perfect. Yes. Okay, cool. And then I'm guessing that there are companies out there that maybe don't give as much of a shit as you guys do yeah. or I mean, like aren't as clean or transparent about their practices on how they're doing this. I mean, I feel like I just, I guess what we see a lot is just, I mean, we use like the purest products we can. I, I've, I feel like most try to or do. Um, you definitely do see companies out there that are just using crude oil in their tinctures. Really? Um, Ew. Gross. Like, Ew, David. Gross. <laughs> do you watch I mean, Shit's Creek? Just, That's my Shit's Creek impersonation of Alexa. You know, cutting corners, you're not really doing anybody a favor there. Okay. Um, the great. processes aren't like super complex. This is pretty basic chemistry, um, even though I guess when you see the machinery or, you know, just anyone off the street is like, oh my God, that is so amazing. Or that is so crazy. It's really like pretty basic chemistry um, okay. to get to these points. Great. And now you mentioned, um, you mentioned the isolate. And so I want to want to start helping people understand the different types of CBD out there, because you guys, if you go to start looking for CBD and we'll get more into the benefits here and why you would want to do that. But, um, just so you know that you're, you're going to see like three main types out there on the market, you're going to see full spectrum, you'll see isolate, and then you'll see broad spectrum. And so I, I want to make sure that everyone understands the difference between them and maybe why you would want one over the other. Um, and, the entourage effect is something that you guys need to know about as well. That has nothing to do with the hit HBO series that I never watched and still one day we'll go back and watch maybe. Um, but the entourage effect um, is something that again, because we're still so new in the research, there isn't like super definitive answers on, but the general consensus um, in, in the scientific research is that the more cannabinoids you use together, the more, of an impact they'll have, they'll bring out each other's properties and, and benefits, right? Like, so if you're using CBD with a little bit of THC in there, you're going to, you're going to get a bigger bang for your buck as far as the, what's the word I would use here given as far as like isolate or I would say like for full spectrum, like if you're, if, or just in general, like once, once you start to isolate them, um, like they don't work, it's not that they don't work as well, but there's more power for the cannabinoids when they're working together versus when you isolate them. Correct. hundred percent more power in numbers. Um, yes. I think there is, <laughs> there's, there's definitely some more research. I think there's definitely, I believe one of the main scientific papers, I believe it's out of Israel. Um, it's kind of showing just even that teeny bit of THC, which everyone's a lot of our parents and everybody's super scared. Am I going to get high? But literally showing that that teeny bit, I mean, I'm talking under 0.3% THC um, really actually, it's almost the activator. It's helping activate all the other cannabinoids. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, again, we will see way more research <laughs> yeah. down the road. I mean, what's being said today literally could change in six months to a year. And then obviously within five years, I think all of our minds. We'll, we'll have to record blown, a new but... <laughs> CBD 101 episode in five years, probably. 100%. So, but yeah. so, okay. So going back to, we've got full spectrum and that means that there's going to be THC, but less than 0.03%. So a minuscule amount, you guys, like technically, I, th I think it technically could show up on a drug screen if you are using it like regularly, um, which is why you do want to be careful if you're in a situation where that could, you know, fuck with anything. Don't, don't want to do that, but you will get the most benefit from all of the cannabinoids. If you're using a full spectrum, if you want to move down a notch, um, broad spectrum, is when you're going to have CBD and maybe some other cannabinoids, but not THC, correct? Yes. Broad spectrum 
um, the THC has been removed from uh, basically the distillate oil or removed okay. from the full spectrum oil. So it's still kind of that honey looking, um, highly refined oil, but the THC has been removed. And then we go to the isolate, which means that the CBD has been extracted by itself, correct? Yep. It's been isolated <laughs> from Air everything quotes. else. Air quotes. Um, it's been isolated from the oil um, further processed. So literally an isolate, you're going to go from an oil and an isolate will literally be a crystal. Um, mm. A really good isolate um, product, you know, raw isolate product will actually be really the consistency of like a really nice powdered sugar or flour. Um, you can actually grow pretty large CBD crystals, um, like half ounce ounce, just full crystals. Really? Um, you know, and I think most of the just generic kind of isolate is going to be kind of like, um, what do you call it? Like the, the rock steak salt, uh, like a kosher. I like the Maldon <laughs> salts. Have you yeah. seen those? So like kind of like, kind of like a thicker chunkier salt. Yeah, um, the best kind. The one thing with the, where it's not kind of in, in, in that, uh, powdered sugar, uh, state is the bigger the crystal, the more, um, basically pentane or other chemicals that they've used to extract it away will be actually stuck in the crystal. Um, so although those crystals look really cool, <laughs> they're usually high in pentane, um, which is used to, to actually extract it. Now, a normal isolate does not have the pentane. It will be fully purged off. Um, you know, if you're getting, if you see a raw powder um, isolate, it's going to be fully purged, no pentane. It's it's still good. <laughs> okay, cool. So to recap, you guys, we've got three types of CBD that you will see like on shelves, right? We've got full spectrum, which will have THC left in, but less than 0.03%. So it's not enough to get you high. You're not going to feel anything woozy or you're not going to have any like psychedelic effects from this. Um, but you will get the most benefit from it activating all the cannabinoids together. If, um, you see broad spectrum, that means that it is just CBD. Now there used to be some THC, but not anymore. And then if you see isolate, that means it is just CBD. It's been extracted so it can live on its own. Isolate is great. If you are, in a situation where you might be drug tested or have any, um, you know, kind of fears of that, that makes, that would make that choice best for you. And then I think full spectrum is, would definitely be recommended if that's not something that you have to worry about so that you can get the maximum effect and benefits from the cannabinoids. hundred <laughs> percent. Okay. So I actually have, let's talk about really quickly, CBG, CBN. These are kind of the the new kids on the block, some of the, you know, THC is definitely the cannabinoid that we know the most about, right? Like that's the one that's been around and we've got the most time with CBG or I'm sorry, CBD would be the one that's kind of the the next most known, but now we've got CBG, CBN. Can you tell us what those are and kind of where we might be seeing those and what you think is going to come from them? Yeah. So we're seeing, I think everyone's kind of like, what's CBG? What is that? Um, that again can be, that will always be in the full spectrum. Um, you are seeing some facilities pull it out and make it an isolate. So just pure CBG. Um, we're kind of in the second, third year of actually seeing full CBD strains um, out there, like being grown. Um, almost all of them are THC free. They think CBG is actually the mother cannabinoid. Oh, CBG um, is the mother cannabinoid. That yes, the THC and C and CBD, which you know are usually the most high potent within the within the cannabis or hemp plant. That CBG strains and or CBG is actually the mother of all cannabinoids, and THC 
and CBD actually shoot off of that. Um, a CBG it. plant literally looks like the mo- the best top shelf cannabis you've ever seen, but it's THC free. <laughs> um, okay. Cool. And then we, yeah, and then we have CBN. We're starting to see CBN kind of hitting the market as well as a pure isolate. Um, CBN, they believe, has a really good um, sleep factor to it. Um, and that's really what can help someone with like literally just, I mean, Tylenol PM, Xanax has nothing on the CBDN or CBN. I'm sorry. Um okay. So you are seeing some some companies kind of put out like a, a 50-50 or maybe like a, a a quarter ratio of CBN as like a sleep tincture. Okay. Do you guys have any plans for CBG or CBN in the future? Um, we're looking at it. We always pick our full spectrum, um, you know, from lab results. We always pick you know, our full, full spectrum is always picked from a batch, um, from batch to batch, you know, we always look at what's the highest cannabinoid ratio that we can get within that batch of oil. So we're always trying to get the most percentage of cannabinoids in there. Um, I think CBG once the research really kind of hits, I mean, we don't really know what it does yet. They think it might be the cannabinoid that might help suppress and, or potentially kill cancer cells. Um, That'd be don't know, but that's what they think. Um, not much research on CBG at all as of yet. Um, and then the CBN. Yeah. I mean, I feel like full spectrum is like, we always see with our customers and whatnot that like, that's plenty <laughs> to go to sleep. So totally. not like you can't function with it during the day. I mean, that's not. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, let's, yeah, let's start talking about kind of like how to use this, like why, you know, I, I got into it for pain management. Um, and I think that there's also like so many other like benefits from it. I think one of the things that I remember when we first met and, um, talking about your skin salve and how you brought that to the market actually as a tattoo salve, which, we did. Um, I've been using on my fresh tattoo for the last two months. It works great. You guys, and you actually changed it from the tattoo to a skin salve because you were starting to have people come back and share stories about their eczema and share stories about putting, putting it on scars. And can you talk to us a little bit about, I want to hear some more about that one. Yeah. So, well, the tattoo and scar was my business partner has a lot of tattoos <laughs> and Love he was like, that. I, I want to find a replacement for that. I mean, this is supposed to be the, you know, for trying to heal people. We got to have something for this industry. Um, so, you know, we do a microbial test so we can go straight on the fresh tattoos, um, kind of as a replacement for a vino, um, or whatever else, um, those, those guys are using. Um, and really it was just, yeah, we just, we put together formulation nonsense. Um, we kind of have a pr- proprietary, <laughs> if you will, um, infusion where we infuse six other anti-inflammatory herbs um, into our grapeseed oil. Um, so you're not just getting the CBD. Um, and honestly, it just, yeah, it kind of, we didn't even know it was going to happen. Literally, it was branded for tattoos, fresh and old. Um and we kind of rebranded um, as we got into the spa industry, um, rebrand the label because people are scared of scars and tattoos, those words. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, we were getting a lot of blowback. So we just kind of rebranded there a little bit. Um, and we still have the tattoo and scar, where, which does get the microbial um, test on it. Um, but yeah, we started seeing literally insane results with eczema. Um, dry skin, we've seen kind of the younger kids, I don't really know what it, what it is, but just like the ring, the red ring around younger kids' lips. I don't know what they're just chewing on them or <laughs> what, what, yeah. what the kids are doing, but um, <laughs> yeah, we just had a few salons um, and then again, the, the spas and just people just kind of actually just 
I'll, I'll try it. CBD, it's supposed to heal everything. Right. <laughs> and then getting the feedback back like a week later or even a day later, like, Oh my God, this is happening. Here's photos over a week. Um, I've tried every steroid cream. I've tried every pill. Um, I hate all of those. I pretty much just live with it. Um, mm-hmm. especially within some of the adults that have, that have lived with that, um, psoriasis and eczema for their whole lives. They're just like, I just live with it. Don't even like not taking the pills anymore, not taking the creams. They don't even work anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, can't say it's a cure, but we have seen some amazing results with it. Um, really kind of by accident. <laughs> yeah. Not sure if that's, I mean, I'm sure part of that is definitely the CBD. I also feel like just our formulation in general, um, with the soft ingredients, um, you know, plants over pills. Dude. I love that you can pronounce every single ingredient in all of your products. Like that to me matters. Um, and I think I asked about the skin self kind of specifically to transition us into the question that I hear a lot. Well, like what, how do I even know, like what to use? And I would say my answer back to people is like, well, what are you looking to solve for? Right? Like I needed it for pain management. So I use something topically on my foot that worked really well for like managing the pain and discomfort that I was feeling there. If you've got eczema or psoriasis or, um, yeah, topically is going to be really great. If you are feeling some anxiety from 2020, maybe, I don't know, or, um, insomnia, things like that, something like a tincture where you ingest it. So you'll hear topicals versus ingestibles in the industry. Um, you guys do both of those. And is, is that, am I correct in saying like, that's a great way to help people understand like kind of where to start, what to start looking for, how to start integrating this in, or what would you say? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I mean, we see this all the time in the markets. We do a lot of grassroots marketing. Um, where we're just out there trying to talk to people, try to educate. Um, and it's always, you know, sometimes it could be embarrassing, but it's like, and we're not doctors, but we are very, we try to be super chill. Um, and we're very transparent and it's just, yeah. What, what do you want it for? Are you, like you said, pain management? Is it more internal, external? Um, are you willing to actually ingest a sublingual tincture? Um, when you say sublingual people, that means underneath your tongue. So you drop it under your tongue and you hold it under there. I had to learn that. I didn't know what that was at first. So I'll just save you the Google question and tell you. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, and so, yeah, it's just, what are you looking for? It could even just be, I mean, we have a lot of people that are just like, I just hear it's good for you. I don't really have any problems. I just want to take a tincture because why wouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. So, sounds so cool. I want to be a cool kid. I mean, I think you know, the, for, for say parents or people who are super scared of THC, it's like the salve, the topical, that's like the first stepping stone into CBD and, and maybe into hopefully getting them to do a tincture. I think mm-hmm. ultimately, you know, our muscle and joint rub skin salve or something topical. I feel like the topical and the tincture combined is really like where you're going to see homeostasis within your ECS and your full body. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we kind of preach, we also preach like the routine, the practice, that's what equals balance, like the daily use. Um, a lot of folks are just like a one hit wonder. Well, I took a drop or I used it once. It didn't work. Um, really, really just trying to get it in your system, get it going like an antibiotic, um, finish it out. Yeah. I like that. Especially like you mentioned earlier, let's make it like a vitamin. It's not, yes, you can take vitamin C once or you can take vitamin C on a regular basis to keep your immune system boosted. And that's where, um, CBD really, you will get the most benefits from it. You'll see the, the bigger results if you're using it regularly, that it's, that it becomes part of, you know, like in the morning I take my vitamin C. I take my ashwagandha. I take my CBD. I take my Ningxia. Like I got my little routine that I go through nowadays because the it's in the practice, right? It's not 
you can see some great results. Like, especially I'd say topically, like, yeah, if you put some of the skin salve on your tattoo, it's going to like brighten up like immediately. If you keep using it, it's going to be even better. Um, and if you're wanting sure. to see results from it, it's something that you do need to work into an actual routine for sure. Um, sure. what's, let's talk about milligrams and helping people understand like how, like how much is that? Like what, like you guys have in your tinctures, it's a thousand milligrams for kind of like your base level one, but then you've got the gold buckle, which is 4,000 milligrams. And like, what's, can you talk to us about the difference in like who, like, where should someone start? What's enough? What's too much kind of dosage and milligrams. Let's go there. Let's do it. Um, so I guess milligrams, even for shopping, we're going to do a little shopping tutorial here. Are we shopping? Okay. I don't know. Um, (laughs) yeah, I mean, just, you know, to anyone who's wondering or, you know, for us, it's a thousand milligrams is base. That's where it starts. That's the minimum. Um, and I'd say that's, that's actually on the higher side, right? I would probably than most companies. Um, I mean, just like if we're shopping for the listeners, um, you know, you want to know, these are the things you want to be looking for the milligrams, how many ounces of milligrams in there. And for how much? So milligrams, the amount of product per milligram, and how much is that costing? Um, you know, for us, a thousand milligrams is just the base. That's where you should be starting for um, a, a salve or a tincture. Um, and then, you know, the, the thousand milligrams, I mean, I tell everyone it's like low and slow. If you've never done it, this is your entry level. There's no reason to upsell, but let's, let's see where you're at after that bottle. Mm-hmm. Let's go low and slow for a week routine twice a day with the tincture morning and night. Be aware, see where you're at within a week, then maybe bump it up. Um, you know, we, we started doing the 2000 and then the 4,000 milligram, um, more for um, not just extreme athletes, but, you know, some of the extreme athletes for recovery, um, you know, the 4,000 milligram really kind of geared towards a cancer patient, MS, Parkinson's, um, someone who has more of a really hardcore chronic disease or illness, chronic problem. Um, and, and that's where they might be, you know, they might need way more dosage to, to feel good and in order to see the results, but they might be having to take it, you know, a cancer patient under chemo might be taking a tincture or a thousand milligram tincture. They might be taking a full milliliter drop, a full dropper, um, four or five times a day. Um, so we really brought out the 4,000 milligram to kind of less carrier oil so they could do a quarter dropper four or five times a day and get that same amount of CBD, um, going in their body. Mm. Got it. Yeah. So we just preach low and slow. You start with a thousand meg and you just kind of see where you're there, see where you're at from there. And then depending on what you're looking for, you know, if you're, if you're chronic arthritis, you might want to start with the 2000 right away. I think for anxiety, depression, and, or just overall kind of well being um, or health. sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mental health, even sleep. Um, the thousand meg is, is literally 90% of the population. Like that's the sweet spot. Cool. Um, and then just kind of, yeah, it goes from there just with the chronic pain or again, really addressing what are you, what do you need it for? You know, I got to give a shameless plug right now for your chapstick. <laughs> Cause my chapsticks, my, I like literally just had to go up and get my chapstick you guys, because a, I'm that obsessed with it. Um, and B it's like chapstick can be really tough in Colorado. It's so dry out here. My lips are always chopped. Doesn't matter how much water I drink. Like I'm always like, eh. um, and like what has really, really helped them this past year is using chapstick with CBD in it. Because when you think about it, like 
the CBD is helping restore balance to the skin on your lips. It's moisturizing and it's, um, repairing those skin cells there because it's, it's CBD. It's amazing. And I had never really thought about that. It's like, why like CBD? Like, okay, so I was just going to start putting CBD in everything. It's like, maybe we should, <laughs> maybe that would not be a bad idea. Um, and I use, I mean, I literally use, I think all of your guys's products at this point, <laughs> which is, um, I think a testament to how well they work and what I think you guys have done such a nice job of is creating a product suite that really complements each other. So, you know, whether it's the chapstick or I put my little skin salve on, or I sleep on my neck funny or whatever. Um, there's so many different ways, depending on if you, as a listener, like, how would I do this? I think it's like, what are the physical or mental ailments that you might have been dealing with? Like, well, working from home, like, are you having, like neck issues or back issues from sitting on your couch on your computer all day, or are you not sleeping well because of anxiety? There's, there's so many different ways that you can go about integrating this. And I think it's, it's really just about kind of dipping your toe in there and start integrating and see what sort of results you get. And when it comes down to like, just kind of wrapping this up and what are takeaways for people, I think like the one biggest thing I would say is like, please don't buy your CBD at a gas station. <laughs> Just don't do it. Don't do it. That's probably going to be like the, the crude oil cutting corners. Like, just don't do it. That's not going to be the one that works. And, you know, in every industry with every type of product, there's going to be quality. There's going to be not so quality. So, um, Oh, you know, one of the things I do want to mention certificate of analysis is something that exists in um, the CBD industry. And what that means is, is basically that, um, companies have their products third-party tested a, to ensure that they're under that THC minimum and just really verify that what they say is in there is in there. Um, lost range. This is one of the things that blew me away from about you guys straight out of the gate. You're like, a telling people that this exists, right. And telling people to look for it while they're shopping. Like if you're online on someone's website and looking for it and you can't find a certificate of analysis, or you ask them for that and they won't share it with you or say they don't have it. Like that's a red flag when you're shopping. Um, that means that they either aren't getting third-party tested or they don't want to share the results. So that's just like kind of sketchy. So stay away from gas stations and people who won't show you their COAs. Um, and I guess like what would be like a third tip? Well, if people decide to get out there and start looking into dabbling in, into CBD. Um, just ingredients, like you said, the COA, mm. I mean, I wouldn't even say you shouldn't even have to ask for it. It should be there. Um, whether you're shopping from us or not, like it should just be posted Yeah, <laughs> free yeah. to the people. Um, I think ingredients is huge. Um, if you're just looking, whether it's topical or even a tincture, I mean, I've seen tinctures that have 12 ingredients in them and it's kind of the same thing. I know we're all kind of, of course, you know, we like to drink pop occasionally or whatever, but like you're still looking at the back of the ingredients. Like, Ooh, that's not very good. Um, a tincture should not have 12 ingredients. Ours has two or three. Mm -hmm. Um, if you get a flavor, so ingredients list, same thing with even the topicals. Um, you know, we're all natural. Our muscle and joint rub has, I believe, 21 ingredients. That sounds like a lot. They're all but natural. But you can pronounce them all. <laughs> There's like <laughs> They're essential all natural. oils. <laughs> yeah. They're all derived from a plant. And basically, you know, our motto is they're all good for you. They're all going to have a anti-inflammatory healing, mother nature healing power to them. Um, yeah. And then just that you know, I don't know the, the potency. So milligrams, um, per ounce or, or per weight, you know? And then, um, I mean, one thing too, just real quick is like Amazon and some of these other places or a gas station, like if it just says hemp oil and there's no milligrams, they're probably That's not, crazy. probably nothing in there. <laughs> um, so just kind of be on that, on the lookout for something that might just say hemp oil or, you know, if, if they're not posting their milligrams on the label, not a good That's time. a red flag. Cool. Yeah. So we're looking to avoid gas stations and Amazon. <laughs> we are looking to find a COA 
We are looking to read ingredients, you guys, even better if you can pronounce them all and look at milligrams, look for milligrams. I think those are four like super solid tips. Um, of course, if you guys would like to go to www.lostrange.com, there's some really fantastic products there that can help support you in this journey. And um, I do want to take a quick side sidestep here just to talk about a little bit of the dark side about being in the cannabis industry. Um, of course, you know, outside of the stigmas that we need to overcome to provide access, get more research, understand this plant better. Um, there's also a lot of criminal injustice and drug policy reform that needs to be corrected. We've got 40,000 people in jail for nonviolent cannabis crimes and a newly formed industry that's projected to be worth $22 billion in 2022. And so one of the things I just really want to acknowledge you guys for is giving a shit about that <laughs> and wanting to do your part to be a part of this industry, but also um, recognize the injustice and make change in that. And so I'm, I'm really excited, you guys, um, to let you know that 10% of any purchase that you make from Lost Range is going to benefit a nonprofit called Last Prisoner Project. They're a organization who um, is fighting a really great fight in the world of criminal injustice and drug policy reform. They're helping get people out of jail that don't deserve to be there if we're taking home checks and building general generational wealth off of cannabis now. And I think that, um, it's just really speaks a lot to your guys's values and integrity as a brand, um, to be willing to do that and to be willing to take a stand and talk about that. So thank you. Um, I think that's wildly, wildly important. So recognize that there's a lot of people out there making lots of money off of cannabis and don't give a shit about that. So, um, maybe consider that too, when you're out there shopping is what kind of ethics and integrity do, do the brands that you're looking to, to give your money to have in that department. Uh, you guys can go to www.lostrangecbd.com. Use the code make one day happen. All one word. You're also going to get two free prezzies because given is so generous like that. He's <laughs> going to throw in some things for you um, so that you can kind of try some different things aside from what you order. 10% is going to go to last prisoner project. So um, I hope that, that this has been helpful and that you guys feel like you understand CBD, how it works, why it works. Um, and we'll want to give this a try. Give, do you have any other closing thoughts for our listeners? That's it. It's a pleasure to be here. Pleasure to uh, hopefully donate a good amount to uh, the Last Prisoner Project. Yeah, and... you guys, let's get some people out of jail for this. I mean, thank you. Thank you. I think it's, I think it's been really helpful. Um, I know that people are going to learn a lot from this episode. I'm excited to hear their feedback. And if you guys have questions, comments, please shoot us a note. You can find us on IG. Instagram. Um, and we'd love to hear what you think. If you have more questions about this, tell us what you liked the most, all of those good things. And we're always available questions, concerns, please email, call us, answer yeah, well, the phone well, <laughs> a lot of the time as well. You, you might actually get me on the phone. <laughs> uh, I love that. We'll put all of their contact information in the show notes for sure. And that's a wrap. We want to hear from you guys. So tag at make one day happen on Instagram and share your biggest aha moment or one thing you can take from this episode and put into action today. If you're ready to go to the next level, I'm currently taking on new one-on-one -on -one coaching and team development clients. Head over to www.makeonedayhappen.com to learn more and book a free breakthrough session with me. Your word of mouth is wildly appreciated in helping us share these conversations with the world. I get so many of my podcasts I listen to from my friends' recommendations. So if anything resonated with you today, send it to someone else who you think would like it too. I know that every podcast out there asks you to subscribe and leave a review, and that's because it really helps us get these shows out there. So please go hit that subscribe button, leave us a review. Every other week, we'll pick our favorite review and hook that person up with a three full-size Lost Range products and a Make One Day Happen goal setting kit. A big thank you to Lost Range. Remember to head over to www.lostrangecbd.com and use code MAKEONEDAYHAPPEN for free prezzies and we'll give 10% of your purchase to Last Prisoner Project. 
We know you've got a lot of choices when it comes to picking a podcast out there to listen to. So we're so grateful you chose us. Until next time, y'all. Peace. This is Sarah Hubbard, host of You and Me Kid, a podcast about starting and raising a family on your own. We just launched season two, and I'm speaking with single moms, those still considering, and experts in relevant fields to give you a real sense of what the day-to-day experience of solo parenting looks and feels like. Plus, this season, I've partnered with California Cryobank, the number one sperm bank in the U.S. So wherever you are in the process, this podcast provides some support, humor, and helpful information. Listen to You and Me Kid wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you or your company are looking to jump into the podcast world, now is the time. The Plug Agency is here to connect you to the full power of podcasting. You just record and leave the rest to us. The people are listening and want to hear from you. Theplug-agency.com. That's theplug-agency.com. Click the link in the episode description for an exclusive offer. 